We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. All right, and we do welcome in Wyatt Thompson for another weekly visit ahead of a big one this weekend uh, at home against TCU. Wyatt, it, we didn't get the uh, we didn't get the road win there against BYU that would have been real handy. Which, to me, correct me if I'm wrong, I kind of feel like this is must win if the Cats are going to get into the tournament. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. I, I think really when you look at it, with seven games to go. Um, and Coach Tang even kind of somewhat uh, hinted at this yesterday that if you win your home games and you get to nine, I'm convinced that he thinks they'll, they'll get in. I do think it would certainly help if they could not only win Saturday but win a road game of the three remaining. I, I think the committee will look at that. Um, he said yesterday during a little press conference that he thought that there could be a team that would got in with, with eight wins. So, I don't know. They're, we'll see. I, I don't know for sure, but it would certainly be much easier if K-State could win a couple of ball games here back-to-back and, and pocket one on the road. They've been so close in so many games, but 1-5 and five on the road, is, especially after the 1-0 start at West Virginia, has been a little frustrating. Well, you know, a six-point loss against BYU, it wasn't even that close of a game, Wyatt. I mean, the the final score doesn't really indicate that. What did the Wildcats in, in your opinion, in that loss? Say that one more time. What what do you think did the Wildcats in in that loss? Well, it's a good question because I thought the one thing that they did well was defend the three. They did. They, being BYU, did not shoot it like they normally do either, so maybe K-State caught a break there. I think where K-State really got hurt uh, was was the turnovers, especially late, uh, lack of execution late, and then um, probably the best answer from there is they really struggled with BYU's big guys, and they are uniquely different we mentioned going into the weekend last week that their big man, Ali Khalifa, had missed a couple of games, but if he played, and we thought he would, he would be a handful because of the way he plays. He plays at the top of the circle. They play off of him. He hit a couple of big threes in the game, uh, but but he's more about rebounding, passing, that kind of stuff, and I thought he helped everybody around him be, be better than K-State, honestly. 
the other kid, the Triori kid, is more of a, you know, just a beast on the block at six 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 seven. And K State struggled with both of those guys, to be honest. Wyatt, I, I just like the hardest thing when I'm trying to, I just, I still this far in. Like I don't know exactly what K State is, like good or bad. I I can't. I'm, I've struggled all season to find like an identity for this team. Am I alone there? Sure. Like, is that just a me thing, or or are you feeling that way too? No, I think I have some of that with you. I I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but but I do think this team has had some growing spurts, some growing pains. They've been at times painfully inconsistent. Uh, there have been, you know, maybe fewer times, but when they've been really good, they've been quite good. So I think that's where the, you know, the question comes in. You know, I, I was visiting with Coach on the radio show last night, and, and I don't know how you explain this, but as, as one example, they went through about a five-game stretch there where they just got hammered on the boards, and now they've won the battle on the glass three straight games. I mean, it's just, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's just up and down. The one constant, however, has been trying to find some production minus the big three and the turnovers and occasionally the rebounding. And then the bottom line, too, and and this isn't every game, but when they go through some stretches where they don't shoot the ball well, it can be most difficult for them because they're defending at a decent enough level to win games, but the offense has been pretty up and down. How important do you think this week has been for the Wildcats to not have a game, uh, to get healthy, to get kind of uh, re-energized, rested, all of that? Well, I think it's been pretty important, not so much from the rest perspective, but to maybe get a little bit more healthy uh, and to kind of regroup. Coach talked about that yesterday a little bit, too, in that the, the guys had a couple of days off. Uh, not that they were totally 100% away from it. They were for one day, but the next couple of days, there was, you know, there was, you know, getting shots up and lifting and that kind of stuff and looking at film of, of TCU and what have you. But I, I do think it gave the coaches, and this has kind of been an interesting turn because we had gone, you know, Tuesday, Saturday or Wednesday, Saturday for quite some time. And then you kind of, not necessarily back to back, but you have, you know, a Saturday, Monday, Saturday off, and then a Saturday again. And it's given them here a little bit of time, I think, to kind of just search uh, for for more answers. Uh, I know in watching practice yesterday, and I'll go and watch again a little bit here in a a little while. Today, of course, will be a little slower uh, because of the game tomorrow than it was yesterday. But they've really worked on – trying to clean up some things on the offensive end. And, and what I mean by that is not just taking care of the ball, valuing the ball, whatever you want to say, but maybe even crisper cuts, crisper passing. I mean, he got, he got on the guys a couple of times for just kind of somewhat uh, ordinary, I'll say not lazy, but, but not enough on the pass to, to, to be and or accuracy to get it, you know, into that shooting pocket that you want. So they're 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 analyzing and working on everything, to be honest. So I I, I keep trying to look big picture, Wyatt, on this yeah. and TCU TCU. We talked about the problem with Texas, who's probably not as good as as they thought they'd be, is it comes on Monday. Just ask Kansas how yeah. hard it is to go on the road for a Monday Big Twelve game. So then, right. when we talk about getting the home wins, though, one of them is against BYU. 
a team that I know the final score was close. That game wasn't particularly close. And then Iowa State. So, again, like it's daunting. You mentioned they've got to get one on the road. I agree because I think getting them all at home after this one against TCU is probably too much to ask. I it's It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Do you think if we look back at the schedule and look back at what this team was, we remember, you know, a, a, a good start to conference play. It, if they went back to that, you know, where they opened four and one and it maybe should have been five and oh, is is that level of K-State basketball like would that be enough to get the wins they need down the stretch or is that too far gone at this point? That's well, a really good question. Um not sure where to go on that one because I think you make a really good point in that they, I mean, think about this for a second. Um, after the Chicago State game, they were very unhappy, the coaches, with, with that game and, and with the effort and, and all of that and kind of went back to the drawing board, which they did a couple of times last year too, and then they just jumped all over UCF and, and got off to that good start, then one in Morgantown and what have you. And as you say, I mean, they, they came very, very close to what would have been a 5-0 and start. I mean, they really had a shot at, at, at Tech. Remember now, they're up nine with just over a minute to go. Eh, maybe a minute and a half, but you get the idea. It, it was a winnable game. Um, but, but since that time, I, I think they have, you know, the league is difficult. We all know that. But... I think what has been tough is is when you get into these conference games and it's a little bit harder where K-State won a lot of close games and non-con probably hurt them from the oh, the metric standpoint, right? I mean, you'd agree with that, I'm sure. Uh, but but it's also hard to have those what I call, you know, the big three consistent scores because they those three guys, Tyler Perry, Cam Carter, Arthur Kaluma, are both are all three of those guys in the top you know, 15 or 20 in the league in scoring. But it's, you know, when against these really good teams, normally it's been maybe just one or two of those guys. And that that happens. But there's not enough of everybody else to kind of pull up the bootstrap and, and, and continue to win hard, tough games. Does that make sense at all? I mean, they just it have does. not gotten enough out of the other guys, to be honest with you. It does. I just, I, I guess the point of that question for me is if that was the best stretch of K State basketball this season, and I think that it was, is that yeah, level uh, well, I, enough to yeah. carry them through this back stretch? Like if they could get back to that level, would it be enough to get sure. enough wins here in the, in the remainder? Well, yeah, it's, it's probably, I, I think the answer would be yes. Uh, boy, you just look at this thing and, and, with seven games to go, four at home, three on the road. I can't say this clearly enough, I don't think. I'm hoping that they can win this game on Saturday. And and I say that because here recently, TCU has played K-State very, very well. Now, there's no Mike Miles around. That, that helps. <laughs> but this is a team that coach mentioned this at practice a couple of different times yesterday. These guys scored 20 points a game on fast break points. They score about eight points a game on just putback stuff. And they cannot 
afford to have them get to either one of those numbers or even close, I don't think. Um, and I don't think just because you're at home, you got you can expect to win in this league anymore. I just don't. You, you know, maybe they can at Kansas. Uh, maybe they can at, at Houston. But up and above and beyond that, man, you better bring it. Tomorrow worries me, fellas. I'm not going to lie because you do have the quick turn with, with Texas and TCU has played K-State well lately. I think they've won three of the last five and they've split the last ten, so they've been they've been good. Um, so K-State's got to play well. And if they do that, I guess this is the point moving forward, then you can start to you know hone in on Texas and maybe you can – I mean, I don't know what you guys think um, – but the, of those four remaining games, you know, the one that sticks out to me is Iowa State. They are playing about as well as anybody in the league right now. So I, I think you are going to probably have to get, you know, those four and, and hopefully one on the road. And I, I think if they do that, I mean, <laughs> you could certainly argue that they'd, they'd be uh, in the hunt for sure. Yeah, you've got a TCU team, Wyatt, that, you know, is one game better than the Wildcats in the conference. They're 17-7 and overall. They're a game and a half back, um, you know, in the Big 12. So, you know, as, as we're looking at this game tomorrow, I mean, this is another team that, you know, you mentioned the Wildcats being inconsistent. I've had a hard time getting a good grasp on what TCU actually is because they've been very yeah. inconsistent in conference play as well. Well, they have. That's, that's pretty accurate, you know, when you look at them. Um, I don't think that they have been as consistent as they'd like to be. And and one of the real reasons is, this will sound familiar, and it kind of sounds like what we're talking about with K-State, they've been bothered by turnovers. Um, I think my belief is that they'll start Jameer Nelson Jr. at the point tomorrow ahead of Avery Anderson. I think he's probably a little bit better there at, at taking care of the ball. Um in recent times, Emmanuel Miller and Chuck O'Bannon both have hurt K-State. I'll repeat this again. It's good to not have Mike Miles around because he's been solid. <laughs> but the, the, real, the real key to, to this thing tomorrow from my perspective is, is one of the newcomers for TCU. His name is Travian Tennyson. And, guys, he's shooting 46% from three, and he's just been rock solid for them. you got to get him covered up a little bit because, you know, None of those guys are easy, you know, but but their bench with, with Cork and Jacoby Coles is pretty good, too. They're, they have been inconsistent, but I do think, like K-State, when they're, they're playing at optimum level, they can be pretty difficult to beat. <laughs> I keep looking at four wins, Wyatt, and I think it's going to be five. So... I, it, it, let's say let's let's say West Virginia and Cincinnati are wins. Let's just assume they're wins. Those okay. are two of them, right? So you've got to have. I I, I think it's going to have to be three. But even if it was just two, there's real quick for everybody. The other games are TCU on the road against Texas, BYU yeah. on the road against Kansas, and Iowa State. So you're going right. to have to have at least two of those, if not three. That that's a lot. That's a that is a big sure. old task, which amplifies again. They have got to beat TCU at home. That has to be one of the games they have. I just don't think it's going to be there if they can't get that one. Well, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you there. I, I and and I guess I mean, could they lose tomorrow and still do it? Sure, sure. absolutely. But, right. Yeah. But 
I think like what you're saying is it would be monumentally tougher if they don't win tomorrow, right? I mean, and I agree with yeah. that. I, I think that's true. I'll stress this again. You can't take for granted uh, going to Cincinnati and winning a game. Um, you know, you got KU and Lawrence, which is awfully hard. You've got Texas and Austin, and they've not been great at home, and they've been, frankly, better on the road in the league. Uh, but but yet you concern yourself there because K-State hasn't been as good on the road. And Texas has – I mean, let's, they're Texas. They have good talent. They've just not put it all together in a, in a consistent form. But with the Sioux and some of the kids they have, the Mitchell kid is really athletic. Um, uh, Max Aismas is one of the best scorers in college basketball. So, yeah, you, you're not going to – you're not going to find much in that seven-game stretch where you're thinking, oh, boy, looking forward to that one because we're going to get that one. <laughs> They're all going to be hard games. They're all going to be hard games. I mean, they're every single yeah. one of them. I don't think I don't think Cincinnati's a shoe-in. I think West Virginia, no. you know, you can – you, you can probably count West Virginia at home as as just check that one off. But I, I don't I don't believe that Cincinnati is a I mean get, that game's on the road in the Big Twelve. So I, I just That's right. it it's gonna be tough. It's it is gonna be tough. I'm excited for it. I am excited for it. Like I don't want it to sound like the sky is falling because I do think it will be fun. I think we're still so early in the Jerome Tang era that I wanna see like he and his staff in this spot too. Um I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I just I know it's going to be a little uneasy and have everybody on the edge of their seat. Well, he he brought up something yesterday that I that caught my attention. I guess I'll say in that he, some, somebody asked, uh, I think it was Spitz about you know, can you expect to improve a certain amount this late in the year? And I was a little uh, surprised by the answer because what he talked about was. Is, you know, it's different now uh, than it was even just three or four years ago, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said here, but what what his point was that he was trying to make is that these guys have been around here for a little while, not a long while in, in most cases, and because of that, they're still learning a lot of different things, and he feels like that they can clean up some things. I don't think they're going to go from a – you know, a 15 or 16 turnover team down to nine or 10. I, I don't know that you can expect that after all of these games, but I do think he feels like that with better execution, uh, valuing the ball a little bit better, they can be enough better offensively that maybe that can make a difference, you know, in, in a game or two or three here, here late. And if that's the case, then maybe you go to Kansas city here shortly with the, an opportunity to, to get to the big dance. We'll see. Well, it all starts uh, tomorrow. It is. We've got pregame coverage begin at 10 o'clock. What do you guys have going for us there? Well, we'll visit with Coach about. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Game and, uh, you know, kind of the happenings of the team. I'm not sure yet whether they will stay with that lineup that they tweaked a couple of games ago, actually three or so, uh, with, with Day-Day Ames in there. Uh uh, getting the start, uh, but I think that that could be the deal, uh, along with Jarrell Colbert. So I'll ask about that, and uh, then we'll have uh, the assistant uh, on pregame that has the scout of TCU and kind of give everybody a, a better feel for for what they are. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. It's, you know, being back home is always great. <laughs> you, you value it so much these days just because it's so hard being on the road. But we're sold out and uh, looking looking very much forward to what's going to be a big game for them. Big. Yeah, I'll always love yeah, I'll to hear about sellouts, by the way. You can hear that coverage beginning oh, at 10 yeah. o'clock on KFH. Wyatt, have a good call. And then have safe travels there down to Austin on a quick turn. No, no doubt about that. Hey, nice talking to you, fellas. Appreciate it. There goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the K-State Wildcats. Always appreciate those weekly visits. If you missed anything, you can go back and find it on the Odyssey app. Speaking of college hoops, KFH and Taco Bell have your chance to win a trip for two to the College Hoops Championship Tournament in Kansas City. That's March 13th through the 16th to cheer on our Kansas uh, teams there. This trip includes two all-session tournament passes and three nights hotel accommodations. To enter, simply text TBBIG to the number 20357. If you want a complimentary breakfast burrito, you can just go to kfhradio.com, click on the events page, download that voucher, and then head to any Wichita and surrounding area Taco Bell locations with the exception of in Hutchinson. Your chance to see the College Hoops Championship Tournament and snag a complimentary breakfast burrito from Taco Bell happens right here on KFH. When we return, we are very honored uh, to be joined by Trey and Casey Filter. You may have heard from them, uh, two Wichitans that assisted in ascertaining a suspect up at the KC Chiefs Parade. We'll get into that. Talk to them when we return on Sports Day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.